What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cinema Conversations with Poe. I'm your host, Poe. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in, where this is episode 8, which is absolutely crazy. Um, this is wild. I, I, you know, I think I've been doing this for just under a month now, and we've already got 8 episodes out, which is wild. Um, but yeah, here we are. Uh, today's episode is going to be a double review special. Uh, for Joyride and the Meg to the Trench, and I was I was thinking about it before actually. I thought well, I might start doing double reviews, uh, in one episode. Depends on the films, of course. Um, but I, w- I was thinking that uh, you know, depending on what what films they are, I might I might do a double episode where I give two reviews in one episode or three or however many. But just thought about it, and then I was thinking about it the other day. Um, because I've been in work and these last few days, and I've only just got around to doing the reviews for Joyride and uh, the Meg to the Trench. So yeah, but how are we all doing? I hope you're all well. I hope you had a good weekend. What did you get up to over the weekend? Did you go out? Did you go to the cinema? Did you have a chill weekend? Did you go out with a loved one? What did you do? But it's Monday. It's a fresh week. It's a new new start. Another week. Let's go and take the week by the hands and let's just have a good week. Um, I wonder what you've all got planned up to and what you're up to. Of course, you'll be working, but I hope you're all having a good week. You have a good start to the week, sorry. But yeah, as I said, today's going to be a double review special of Joyride and The Meg 2. And I think we'll start with The Meg 2, The Trench. I'll give my review on reviews and thoughts on that one. Um, it's the sequel to 2018's The Meg, directed by Ben Wheatley, distributed by Warner Brothers, um, and it's got, uh, Jason Statham back, uh, and Cliff Curtis, who are really the main two, because the rest of the actors from the first one, for some reason, they're not in this film, um, and look, I'm just going to make this clear when I say this, I'm not the one to bring down a film or to hate on films at all, you know, I try to look the best in films, but unfortunately, The Meg 2, The Trench just didn't hit it for me, and there was a, there was a couple of reasons, there was a couple of reasons why I felt that The Meg 2, The Trench just didn't hit it for me. What I will say, though, is, is, before I go into those, what I will say, is though, is, is that, you know, if you love giant dumb films like this with giant monsters and stuff then i think you might like this but honestly i feel i felt that the meg 2 just was an unnecessary sequel it shouldn't have been made you know they could have done something done with it you know like have two megalodons fight a kraken you know or something like that i i don't know but you know, not even the last 20 minutes of, the, of this film saved it, you know, it, it just, there was just stuff that was unnecessary, I, I understand that these films are, are, are unrealistic, but it was just like too unrealistic, and it was just a sequel that just didn't deserve, that it shouldn't have been made, you know, Ben Wheatley directed it, and um, he took over from 
the first director, which I completely forgot his name, but it just it should have been it should have been twice as dumb but twice as fun, and instead it was just dumb, and it just it just fell flat for me, and I think it just could have I just think it could have been better, you know. The only real thing I think the only thing that we that tried to sell it was the fact that it was Jason Statham coming back and Jason Statham he's a you know he's a great actor and he was the, really the selling point of it all but you know I, I didn't like the story I didn't like what they did with characters uh it just it could have been better but unfortunately as I said you know it just it just fell flat for me and you know, I, I, films like this, I I don't take serious at all. You know, sometimes you can have dumb, fun films, and that's what the first Meg was. Because I I watched the the first Meg before I saw the sequel. I thought, okay, I, I want to see the the sequel. Everyone's going on about it. I got to watch the first one first. And the first one was was really dumb, but it was really fun. And you know, the anxiety levels went through the roof. Some of the stuff on that was just really good. But then you know, you come to the sequel, and you just like. Oh, I mean, there are people who have loved it, and that's great, you know. I don't, I don't, I have no problems if if you love this film, you know. Just because I don't like this film doesn't mean that you, uh, shouldn't like it, you know. Don't let my critique of something dis uh discourage you from wanting to go and see it, you know. If you want to go and see a film, and if you like these films that are just completely dumb and unrealistic go watch it go have a good time with it and and i hope that if you do go watch this you do have a good time with this i just felt though unfortunately it was it was dumb you know there's there's one bit i think it's in the trailer where jason statham has his foot on the megalodon's nose and i was just like that would not happen you know i tried so hard not to go that wouldn't happen that wouldn't happen that wouldn't happen and i just felt like I just felt like an idiot because I was just like, you know, I'm here to have a good time, but I just didn't hit it, you know. And it's not a bad thing if you don't like a film, you know. As I said, I try to look the good in films. If if I don't like a film, I try and take things out that I did like. And one thing I did like about this film was the score by Harry, um, is it Harry Gregson Williams or Rupert Gregson Williams? Henry Gregson Williams, I think it is, and if I'm correct, I think he did the score for Wonder Woman, the first one, uh, but, you know, the the score was great, I, I did enjoy the score, it's just everything else was a bit hit and miss, really, and, you know, it, it should have been something fun that you could just take your head, take your, um, just lose yourself, and for me, it, you know, it, it didn't, which is, is a bit, is a shame, but, you know, it's it's one of them. There's not a lot I can really say about it. You know, I'm not going to completely bash the film and go off on one and be like, oh, it's absolutely garbage, you shouldn't watch this and everything like that, because that's not what we're here about. You know, that's not what we're all about on this podcast. We're here to spread love and positivity and and just be honest and be genuine. We're not going to be the, one of those pop. Well, not even one of those podcasts, but we're not going to be that type where we just bash things and everything, you know. There are films that I like that people don't like, you know, and that's okay. I just think that in this day and age, you know, too many people bash on things and hate on things. And I just think that the hate, sometimes the hate's unnecessary and not everything needs to be hated on, you know. I think some people are just boring, 
to tell you the truth. <laughs> you know, I, I think some people are just boring, that they feel the need to hate on other things, and I just don't think that's right, in my opinion. And the Meg 2, the Trench, will probably be a short review, you know, because it, it's only, it's 11 minutes longer than the, than the first one, but even with the 11 minutes, it shouldn't really have been, you know, I was kind of hoping for a more R-rated approach with this, but I don't know, I, you know, I was thinking about this, I was like, is it really worth me giving a review for a film like this? Because... You know, it was just it, it. As I said, it just it just felt flat. You know, the writing was just just wasn't fun. It just felt goofy and silly. You know, uh, the some of the stuff just it just didn't work for me. Unfortunately, it's not that I was disappointed by it. I, was, I didn't know what to expect because when I saw it, I thought, mm, "Do I watch it? Do I not?" I thought, "Well, if I do, if I am going to watch it, then I need to go back and watch the first one." And I watched the first one. It's there's not really much to it. I mean, you can pretty much go into this open-minded. For me, I just wanted to watch the first one and then watch the thing. So, of course, I, you know, I, as I said, I watched the first one and then went in for the second one and had, had no idea what to expect. But I don't know. It was just... I think the story could have been better. Like I said, it could have just been like... They could have just had something with two megalodons and going up against the Kraken or something and then have like a giant megalodon and it eats it or something i don't know something silly like that you know some films it just felt an unnecessary sequel and i just feel that not everything deserves a sequel which i might do a, a show on that but i really feel that not every film has to have a sequel you know some films can just be the one and then that's it you know there's a lot of films that get the sequel and they just it just feels unnecessary. Um, whereas some, you can get some films that have a sequel and it can be an improvement from the first one. You know, they can do it. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, sequels that improve on the first one. Um, I don't know. I'd, 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 have to, I'd have to have a look through that and give a review, uh, do, do a show, do a, uh, do a show of it, a podcast of it. But, I don't know, man. The the, the Mega Two. I think it it just, you know, it's Ben Wheatley. I'm and I'm, I'm. I haven't watched any of his films, um. But I feel like I need to, um. You know, not every director is gonna make a an A grade masterpiece. Not every film is gonna be a billion dollar billion dollar masterpiece. Do you know what I mean? So, billion dollar masterpiece. I think it's just the same thing as I said. Then <laughs> I think I repeated myself there. So forgive me. But, you know, it's, you know, if you find fun in this, I, I really hope that if you go, if you, if you, if you're listening to this, I hope that if you go watch this and you have fun with it, then I'm happy for you. You know, I'm, I'm really glad that you did enjoy it because for me, it just didn't click it, you know. But as I said, I'm not the one to hate on things or bash on things. I just felt that, you know, Megalodon, uh, Megalodon, the, the Meg Trench 2, it just didn't really float for me. It just sank. No point intended. Um, you know, and it just... There's not really much else I can really say on it because I'm not trying to drag it out, but I just feel there wasn't enough much much on it that was done. And I just felt that, you know, it could have been better, but it, it could have been fun. It could have been a bit sillier. But I don't know. The, the last 20 minutes... You know, 
for it to take the last 20 minutes to get a bit serious, you know, like with the sharks and stuff, it just, it just felt like, you know, there should have been more with it, you know, the first one was a, was a solid film, I remember, I remember actually that the first film, I just thought it looked dumb and stupid, uh, and I was quite an ignorant thing to say, and then I watched the first one, I thought, oh, never mind, I, I, I really enjoyed that, but, I don't know, it, it's, it's one of them, you know, on the Friday, when I went to see it on the Friday, I had a double days as, as, as a, at the cinema, obviously, with that being the last film, and Joyride, and which I'll get onto the Joyride review shortly, but, you know, I, I think I gave it a one or a one star in Letterboxd, I just thought this wasn't really it, it was a bit boring, it was boring a bit, and it just, you know, I really liked the score, and that's a bit bad, I mean, Jason Satham could not, you know, I kind of feel sorry for actors when they do films that, you know, aren't really into it, but they might have a different approach to it. Obviously, I'm the, as an audience, and I wouldn't say a, a, a critic, but as me as the audience, you know, I'm just going in there to watch it. It's, it. it's different, you know, they're doing their job. and But I felt that Jason Statham could only do so much in this that I felt that, like, you know, they really tried to do it more, but I don't know. Character development just seemed off. As I said, characters were killed, some characters were killed off or... One character was killed off in particular. The rest, of, it, it just had a whole new team. It just didn't, had a whole new vibe. And it was just bad. And you're just thinking, hmm, should have really left this as a as a one film and just not a sequel. But hey-ho. But I gave it a one. And yeah, it was okay. It was okay. It, 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 you know, as I said, I'm not going to hear to bash it or anything. It just... I think it could just could have been better, but that's just me. But you know, if you if you go and watch it and you have a good time, great. I have seen people that have enjoyed it, and I'm thrilled for them. You know, I have always said that if you like something, uh, and someone else doesn't, you know, it's okay. But if you're the type of person who doesn't like something and then make people feel bad for liking it, you're an idiot. You know, you're an absolute idiot. So. That I think that's pretty much all I can say on the Meg to the trend because there's not really much to talk about about it. Um, I kind of felt like I, d- I didn't know how which one I was going to start off first, but I thought, well, let's start on a bit of a negative and then let's finish on a positive. As I said, this is uh, it's a double review special. I think I'm going to do more of these more often, depending on the films, of course. But I was thinking which one to go for, and obviously, you know, doing the Meg too, so. That's my review for the Meg Two. I would say that, you know, you want to you you want to watch it and have done. Go watch it. Have a good time, you know. And I hope you do find some fun in this at all. But for me, I didn't really find it any fun. So, but yeah, um, it's pretty much it for me on that one. But anyway, moving on, uh, our second film, uh, giving my review on. Uh, and thoughts on is joyride now what's good everybody i'm so sorry about that then um i've had to split this up into two parts um because i thought i could have put this all in one and unfortunately i hit a wall um and i was i was doing well i was 20 minutes into it uh and then i just hit a wall and just went up my mind just went blank and i just couldn't get anything out so i had to like edit and sort it all out and 
and everything. So I'm I'm really sorry about that. If there's a bit of an issue with that, I'm really really sorry about that. Um, trying to get that sorted, but it's okay. Hopefully, as I said in part one in episode eight, um, towards the end, I was about to give my review on Joyride, the latest comedy film, and it's and uh, so we'll carry carry on with that. Uh, in this one, part two, I'll have to break them down and then put them in one. But as I said, uh, part two will be my review on Joyride. But I gotta say, if you want a really funny comedy, go watch Joyride. It is, un- without doubt, one of the funniest films I've ever seen. It's very raunchy, I must admit. So if you're not a raunchy person or you're not good with raunchy comedies, Maybe this won't be the film for you. However, if you can get past its gags and sexual innuendos and everything like that, then I think you will enjoy this because it's absolutely hilarious. You know, the it's terrific. It really is fantastic. You know, Seth Rogen produced this, actually, and uh, I think I said this in the last review. Uh, Seth Rogen has been producing some great stuff. Uh, I just finished... Um, Invincible, the show on Amazon, uh, that's based on the comic. Oh, I'm so sorry. And it's fantastic. It's it's really, you know that that's a phenomenal show. But he also produced The Boys, and he also produced um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem, which is again it's fantastic. Uh, and it and that man, he's got a great eye for detail and just a great eye for good stuff and he nailed it you know he's been nailing over these last four projects he's been on um he's fantastic it's um it's i don't think it's going to be that long till we see him directing a film because i think he'd be absolutely brilliant but you know enough about him it's not about him because he's not the director of course but the director of joy red actually is adele lim and it's funny enough it's actually her directional debut and i think for so sorry for her as a to have this as her directional debut i think is a brilliant directional debut uh it's a it's a very it's a funny comedy film i haven't laughed that hard at a comedy film as i said and it's great you know she produced it the story was by her and she as obviously she directed it but she nailed it you know she was fantastic the cast is just brilliant uh ashley park sherry collar Stephanie Zhu and Sabrina Wu, the, them four right there were absolutely brilliant. You know, it was just, you know, sometimes when some comedies are like forced, this didn't feel forced at all. This just felt right. It was, it was fantastic. It was just, everything was on point. It was just funny about everything. Uh, It nailed, it was just, it was just fantastic. It was a really, really funny film that I can't remember the last time. As I said, I've said it multiple times now that I laughed that hard at a film. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry there, ladies and gentlemen. I'm to apologize. Late nights and everything. Uh, but no, as, as I was saying then, sorry. It is a really, really good film. It's funny. You know, it has... It's got a quite emotion to it, uh, not giving anything away, but it's, you know, it can sometimes get a little bit deep and everything, but 
it's fantastic. I I uh I saw a review. So I, I saw a really uh a, a, a weird review on Twitter saying that it targets white people, and I just thought, wait, what? I was like, are you serious? You know, I know when I know I said we're not getting into pol- political or anything like that or doing anything like that, but I thought seriously, you're gonna say something like that. You know, like, let's just get one thing straight, right? Films are films. Films aren't meant to be taken bloody serious. Especially not a comedy like this, you know? Unless it was, like, provoking hate and stuff and everything like that, then, yeah, but it doesn't. It's just... It's a funny film. I just don't... Some... some I don't understand it all. Some comments that are made about stuff are just dumb, in my opinion, and it runs into all to the opinion, I get that, but... Just felt unnecessary. I was like, targets white people. What? But look, forget about all that. You know, this is a really funny film. I, as I said, if you're not the one for raunchy comedies, then you know this might not be for you. But I was thinking about this the other day, and I was just there thinking, and I thought, you know what? Sex comedies need to come back because sex comedies are fun. You know, people get a bit ooey or antsy. But, I don't know if he's a word, but you know what I mean. People get a bit, you know, intimidated, let's say, by sets comedies. And I just think that they're just fun, you know. It's, it's stupid stuff that we've all probably done that they do in the films anyway or something like that. You know, like, take the American Pie films. They're, they're incredibly crude and and the stuff that they have in there. You know, it's, it's, in, it's rude and everything like that, but it works well and... Most of the stuff that's happened in American Pie, I think we can all agree that we've all done, probably done something like that, like drank a drink with someone's urine or something like that. I don't know. Um, but there's other good uh, sex comedy films like Zack and Miri Make a Porno, which is absolutely hilarious. Uh, there's Knocked Up, 40-Year-Old Virgin, uh, Dude, Where's My Car? I think that's one. Harold and Kumar Get the Munchies. You know... We should they should just bring back sex comedies. Like they're fun. They're 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 you know, they can be over the top, they can definitely be raunchy for sure and everything, but I don't know. I, I just think that they should come back. We've we've had two actually that come out this year, um, No Hard Feelings. Uh I think it's No Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence. And it was just it that is probably those two have probably been the best comedies of this year. But Joyride was definitely fun. And I'll just say it now. I wouldn't mind a sequel to Joyride. It was it was fun. I mean, I know I said in the last one that not everything needs a sequel. But sometimes with a film like that, you probably could. I mean, with the reception and the crit and how critics have taken this. Ooh. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me for yawning. It's been a long weekend of work in madness. Um, but no, with, with Joyride, I, you know, I... I think I think a sequel could work. For something like this, of course, I think a sequel could definitely work. But um No, it, it was it was really funny. It's a straightforward film. It's ninety five minutes long, so it's about an hour and forty, something like that. Um but it was just really fun. And Oh, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry how many times I've yawned throughout this. I'm. It's been a long weekend, as I said. It, it, forgive me. I've been working, and it's been a hairy one. And I was up early, so 
please, I'm really sorry for yawning whilst I'm trying to do this. It's probably not the best thing to do. It's not very professional, is it? Hey, good job, but this isn't serious. No, I'm joking. Um, no, Joy Raid, I think they could def- I could definitely see a sequel to. Um, what, does it set up one? No, but I think, like, you know, if they went with it again, they could definitely do one. There, There's one scene in particular where they do... Um, they do a music video shoot thing for uh, a take, their take on WAP, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. And it's just, it's hilarious. I've, <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, but everything, you know, that bit was really good. I, I was like, they need to release that on YouTube and get that, like, to have millions of views. Because it's funny, it's great. Their take on it, all four cast members doing the take on WAP, it's just brilliant. Um, I couldn't help but think though that for a film that's ninety five minutes long, I was like, there, there's definitely got to be an uncut edition, an X rated edition, uh, or an extended edition. It's got to be one of the three. Um, I mean, they're all the same thing, but like, you know, I feel like there's got to be more in that that they they couldn't put release because of it being an uh, R rated, of course, and being a a fifteen certificate fifteen over in the UK, so. I couldn't help but think I was like, look, there's got to be an an extended cut of this, um, which if there is, then fantastic. I'm I'm. This is me now. I'm yawning and burping. I can't bloody win. I'm so sorry. Um, but I was there thinking I was like, there must be an X-rated, uh, edition of of this or something on the Blu-ray, like with Megan the robot film thing. There was a another cut which had the blood and everything in it. Oh my gosh, maybe I should record these earlier because I cannot stop yawning, I'm so sorry. Um, but no, I, I think there must be... An, the, with Megan, there was a, there was another cut of that, which was the uh, unrated version. So I feel like there could be one for this one as well, uh, for Joyride. But I personally think that, you know, they were both great. Uh, both great, sorry. I personally think Joyride was just brilliant. It was really, really funny and just fantastic you know i had to cover my mouth laughing because i didn't want to be that loud but it was just hilarious the airport scene is by is probably the funniest um and a lot of other stuff happens in it it's just a really really good comedy that was taken care of and you know they knew what they were doing with this they knew exactly what they were going for the cast was great the story was great writing was great even the music was great. You know, they had music from, like, China, Korea, and uh, stuff. I was like, i got to listen to some more China. Because when they were, they were playing it throughout the film, I was like, i got to listen to me more China uh, music, like, trap and stuff. And it was great. So... Oh, my gosh. Guys, I'm really, really sorry for yawning. I've said that I'm sorry now for a, a multiple time. I'm incredibly tired and... I I'm really sorry about this. Please forgive me. Gosh, this is it's kind of it's a little bit embarrassing, but uh, no, Joyride was a great film. Again, I feel like Joyride will be uh, my review on Joyride will be short because there's not really much to it. Um, you know, it, it's just pretty much straightforward. Um, but it is if you really want if you just want a good comedy with loads of gags and. Uh, and just have a raunchy thing then i would heavily recommend this because it, it really is a great film you know it just 
it has its moments and touching and emotion and it's great it's really really good as i said you know i, I feel like a sequel could happen maybe but i don't know you know we'd have to see what happens but it'd be one of them so but i think that pretty much wraps it up for joyride for my review on joyride i'm trying to think is there anything else i could say but you know as i said with joy with um i tried to fit it in one and unfortunately i hit a wall and couldn't give my review in one episode which is a bit of a bummer but so i've had to split it up into two parts um with most of the reviews that i do i try to aim to talk about it for at least 15 minutes uh because i don't want to make them too short so i want to make them you know not too long but as i said it depends on the film of course like like for dune part two i know that that will be a two hour long or an hour long or even three hours because i'm so ready for that film but we'll 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 cross that bridge when we get there but yeah no that pretty much put pretty much sums it up for this uh double review on joyride and the meg out of the two i enjoyed joyride more the Meg, I didn't really enjoy, but, you know, I'm not hating on it. It's just one of them, unfortunately. So, but, yeah, no, Joyride, it's a great film. Very raunchy comedy. If you can put up with raunchiness in it, and if you, if it's your thing, I think you would definitely enjoy it. If not, well, I don't know. You, you might not like it, then it might not be your cup of tea. But... Oh my gosh, I can't stop you already. I'm really, really sorry. But if you get a chance, go out and watch it. It's a great film. It felt original as well, I have to say. It didn't feel like... Uh, I don't know, it just felt original to me. It didn't feel like it was a copy of anything. It just felt like its own thing with story and everything. I mean, great cast and everything. It was great, but I would definitely recommend Joyride. A fun time. I, I gave it a four and a half on Letterbox, and I thought it was just fun. So, but yeah. Uh, in other news, uh, but that pretty much wraps it up and everything. Uh, episode nine will be getting released tomorrow. Uh, I've got a unlimited screening of uh, Gran Turismo, uh, directed by Neil Blomkamp, who did District Nine. So I will be watching that and be giving my review and thoughts on that, which I gotta say I'm really looking forward to 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 uh Gran Turismo. When I heard there was they were doing a film of Gran Turismo, I was like, wait, what? And then turns out that it's a true story of it. I thought, okay. And the more I kept seeing the trailer for it, I thought, you know what, this actually looks pretty good. You know, you got David Harbour and Orlando Bloom. So I thought, okay, I think that's enough to solve me. And of course it's Neil Blomkamp. If you're not familiar with him, he did uh, District Nine which is a great film. District 10 is in the works, by the way, just to point out. But I really, I'm really looking forward to it. I've seen a couple of people saying it's a bit hit and miss, but, you know, going in there and for an unlimited screening, uh, which is great. Uh, if you've not, if you're very into your films and everything, I would highly recommend uh, getting at the Limitless. Uh, Cineworld and Odeon have one. They have a scheme. And it is worth it because the current prices for cinema for popcorns and snacks and stuff is a rip off. So if you get the unlimit uh, the limitless, you know you 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 get money off and you get money off tickets as well for people thing, and of course you get unlimited uh go to advanced screenings of films and see them before they come out. 
secret screenings. I think anyone can go to that. I'm not not just limited members. I'm not too sure, but it's definitely worth it. If you're into your films, I would highly recommend that get that. But yeah, I think that pretty comes it. In film news related, uh, Greta Gerwig's Barbie uh, has passed a billion at the box office, making Greta Gerwig the first female to hit a billion uh, in her career, which is absolutely incredible. I'm so happy for her. You know, they nailed it. Apparently, Margot Robbie even manifested that this film would make a billion. And look what happened. So, you know, it was... um, Must have just been. But it's crossed a billion. Oppenheimer has also crossed 500 million. Uh, and that had a budget of a hundred million, uh, which is fantastic. It's now the first highest uh, grossing film of World War Two, beating Saving Private Ryan and Dunkirk. Can you believe that? I certainly can't. Uh, it's crossed five hundred. I've got a good feeling that uh, Oppenheimer could even reach potential to maybe six, seven, or even eight hundred million. Which would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? I don't think there's really anything much. There's been no word on the saga after strike. Uh, apparently Studios and the WAG have come together uh, to, to have a meeting about it. Although nothing's been said. I'm just hoping for the best because if, if Studios can't come to... Uh, negotiation and deals and stuff then Hollywood is in jeopardy in, in my eyes but no that's pretty much it August has got a good has got some good films coming out um, there's a secret screening I've got next week it's great actually because next Sunday there's uh, a 50th anniversary of Enter the Dragon Bruce Lee I was like gotta watch that you know I can't remember if I have watched it or not watched it and then Monday, there's a secret screening. And then Tuesday, there's the unlimited screening of The Blackening, another horror, which I'm very excited for. I've heard a lot of people rave about that and saying how good it is. So August has got some good stuff, you know. And then, of course, in September, we've got the big one, Saw 10, which I talked about that in the last uh, review, I think, but uh, in my Talk To Me review. But, but yeah, as I said, you know, we're on Monday... It's a new week, new goals, fresh start for this week. Let's just go out there and do it. Um, as I said, you know, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I really do apologize for yawning and belching and excuse me, I just did it again. I need to find a structure to record these at a better time. But no, I uh, I hope every I hope you're all doing well. Thank you so much for taking your time to listen to this. Honestly, it means the world. Um, I'm gonna be putting these more out. I really need to get a Twitter page sorted for this. Uh just to get myself more out there and everything. We currently have the Facebook page. Um but I'm just in the middle of trying to sort that out. But yeah, there's not really much else I can say. So but apart from that, uh I was gonna say something then. Oh yeah, no, but episode nine will be coming out tomorrow of Gran Turismo. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, anyway, I hope you all have a good week. Uh, let's do this. Let's all go out there and smash it. And I hope you're all doing well. 
I hope you're all okay. And I will see you in the next episode, in episode 9. So, until then, my friends, I will see you there. Toodles.